Welcome to Be A Better Speaker with me, Graham David, expert speaker. And this podcast is for you if you want to be a better speaker, facilitator, presenter or trainer. It's full of practical tools, tips and techniques to help you be better. This podcast is sponsored by bluebeetle.co.uk and grahamdavid.co.uk. Welcome, and in this episode of Be A Better Speaker, I want to look at your voice. Now, I've been teaching people to be better speakers uh, in a variety of different settings for many years now. And what's interesting is when you start to talk to people about about voice and about how to use your voice, uh, of course, people become very, very self-conscious. You may have experienced this. Um, perhaps you're you're trying on a new outfit, um, and uh, the moment you put it on, even though you've worn clothes before, there's nothing new about it. The fact that suddenly you're in a in a shop, uh, you might be with somebody else, and they're looking at you, going, "That looks really good," and it's a bit different from you. You suddenly become acutely aware of how you look and walk, and everything becomes a little bit awkward. Um, it's it's really very similar to when you start to think about, all right, so if I'm going to be speaking to a number of people, whether it's on a regular basis, whether it's a one-off, you know, a big event like a wedding, for example, um, whether it's a big company conference and you've, you've got the opportunity to stand up and speak, at that point, one of the suggestions that people nearly always make is get a video of yourself. The only way, really, you can see how you look and sound is to see a video of yourself. And most people, of course, and you may be the same, absolutely buckle at the thought of that. It's a terrifying prospect. Now, I have to tell you, over the years, I've made um, probably hundreds of videos now uh, for commercial videos, uh, for for advertisements, um, for uh, in-house training videos, for, for content that we've put out, all sorts of videos. So I'm very, very conscious of how I look and how I sound. So for me, seeing a video of myself is, it's fine, it's what it is. But for many people, this is a a fairly horrific prospect. So why would you do it? Well, you do it because you want to know a little bit more about how you walk and talk, how you sound, how you come across, and what changes, if any, you might wish to make for a conference. Now, we're going to leave all the subjects about how you look and how you come across uh, visually for another podcast. This is solely about your voice. And one of the things I'm going to say to you right up front is pretty much, no matter how your voice is now, I'm sure there are always some outliers, but pretty much however your voice is now, that's fine, right? It doesn't really matter what your accent is. It doesn't really matter how well you pronounce words. It doesn't really matter whether or not you have what you perceive to be a posh voice or not a posh voice. It really genuinely for the vast majority of situations does not matter in fact honestly the best thing you can do is allow yourself to be you gain some confidence in how you look and sound and then work with how you currently sound you can consider over the years particularly um, more recently big broadcasters like bbc back in the day, always had that received pronunciation, the terribly well-spoken sorts of voices that you only ever heard on the BBC. Of course, that has changed. Uh, That's partly just the mood of the nation and, I guess, the reality of things. We don't all speak like that. Very few of us actually speak like that. Most of us have a range of little lazy accents or ways we say things. But 
that being the case, if you think now about something like the BBC, you will see and hear a whole range of accents. And it's fine. It works absolutely fine. It doesn't really matter what your accent is. However, there are a number of things you can do, regardless of your accent, that will make your presentation considerably more powerful. And that's what I want to look at in this podcast. So I've got probably three or four key areas you might want to think about. Now, when we break down the way people speak, um, this is when that awkwardness starts to creep in. This is the, the changing room awkwardness I spoke about earlier. So if it's easier for you, notice the various things that I'm talking about in my own voice. Right? I, don't, I don't mind talking about my own voice. It's fine. It's what I do. So you'll be able to hear a lot of what I'm talking about in my voice. If you really want to apply this and improve at this, then you're going to need to do a similar exercise. And whether that's a recording, whether it's a video, at some point you need to have an awareness of how you sound if you want to make the most of your voice. So let's get into this. Now, the first thing is about pace. Now, I tend to think and speak very, very fast. I do it a lot of the time. You're probably noticing right now I'm speaking rather slowly. And the reason I'm speaking rather slowly now is absolutely because I'm aware of how important pace is when you're speaking at an event. Sometimes when people get nervous, they tend to speed up. Mouth goes dry, the armpit starts sweating, sorry about that image, and you forget to breathe. What happens is your voice just garbles and speeds up. And the other thing that sometimes happens is people speed up when they're trying to indicate excitement or urgency or importance. This is fine. But if you start to figure out and you start to track your own pace of speaking, you will then realise that sometimes you need to slow it down. In fact, should you slow down? Well, there are people who say if you're speaking publicly, then you should speak a lot more slowly than you think. I think that's fairly duff advice. You probably should do, but most of us won't. In fact, what you're better to do, and you notice that I'm starting to do it now, is change the pace to suit whatever you happen to be talking at at the time. You see, it's really easy. You can change like that in an instant, in a moment. One minute you can be really inspired by something. You could be speaking quite quickly. You could talk about all the research you've done. You can explain what it is that will help your audience come along with you. And then you can change the pace like that in a heartbeat, in a, in, a, in a wink of an eye, that quickly. And you can change that pace frequently throughout. And what you'll start to find is that as you know what it is you're going to say, and as you become more confident on stage, you'll realise that different pace will actually suit what it is you're saying. Imagine that. You could say things at different rates, and the different rates at which you say things underlines or underscores or signifies shifts or changes in the, in the mood, in the atmosphere, in what it is you might be saying. See, even without using slides, even without any kind of introduction or any kind of announcement, you're able to signify that's the end of this, and we're now going to move on to this. So... Just imagine, in a conference setting, I'd been taking some questions. And I was about to move on to the next section. 
I might, as I come to the end of the questions, and I realise there's, there's, there's no more questions from the audience, say, right, what other questions have we got? Okay, good. Let's, uh, let's, let's move on to... Right, here's what I want to start with right now. I need everybody to stand up, and I need you to go and find a partner. Do that for me right now, please. You see, even by using pace, we can change the state of the room. We were just doing this, and now we're moving on to something else. So that's the first thing I need you to consider, the pace at which you speak. Linked with pace, and you've noticed me doing it as I've been speaking, there's also volume. Because if you slow what you're saying down and you lower your volume, this will really help, like a great big highlighter through your speech, indicate to your audience, you need to listen now. This part is important. This part is so important that I'm not going to be looking at my slides, I'm not fiddling with my paper, I'm not looking distracted, I'm staring straight at you and I really need you to consider fully and completely my proposal at this stage. Now in the same way that I said, you must be willing and able to change your pace in a heartbeat, you must also be able and willing to change your volume. Because if I speak too quietly for too long, you know what's going to happen? You're going to start drifting off into the land of nod. We've seen this at conferences. Sometimes somebody comes out, they're very softly spoken. And initially we think this has great gravitas. They must be saying something important. But after three, four, five, ten, fifteen, twenty minutes of slide after slide after slide after slide, all of which look pretty similar to the last one, and no change in pace or volume and it's a nice quiet gentle delivery you know what's happening your audience is starting to snooze so i'm not saying you've got to speak loudly all the time i'm not going to shout now we're on a podcast <laughs> occasionally in a big conference i may shout i'm going to use different volumes and different paces i'm going to mix those two up and i can change them halfway through a sentence. Just imagine the power you can have by doing both of just volume and pace. Nothing even to do with the content, just volume and pace can utterly transform the quality of your delivery. Ready for something else? How about this? What if just occasionally, just once in a while, not too often because that would become predictable and people would start to see it coming, but once in a while, if you really wanted to underline a key point, you stop speaking. Now, this is a podcast, and as anybody who's had any experience of working with radio knows, you don't have dead air. So on this podcast, I've only been paused for two or three seconds. That's all I've done. But on stage, well, now that's a different story. When I've been on stage in front of perhaps 500 people... I've sometimes paused for five, six, seven, eight seconds. Now, if you don't like awkward pauses, you might struggle to wonder why people do this. And I'll tell you why. You see, sometimes when you combine a change in tone, sorry, a change in pace and a change in volume, tone's coming up, and you combine a change in pace and volume, you start to notice the feeling in the audience changes. 
If you've slowed right down to explain something, if you've dropped your voice completely to underline this is important and then you stop before asking your audience for their views, you will almost feel the difference. In fact, you will feel the difference when you start speaking again. It is incredibly powerful and the best thing about using silence is you don't need any more content. I mean, literally, stop talking and see what happens. Most people, whenever I tried to get them to do this, stopped for less than one second. And when I say, how do you get on the pause? They went, oh, it was great, felt a bit nervous, but it went okay. So try three seconds. And when three seconds works for you, because it will, go for four, and then five. Now, it sometimes helps, if you first try this, to say, let me explain what I mean. So you're about to go into an argument. And then you walk casually to where you've got your glass of water. Go and have a glass of water. Take a sip of water, right? Properly take a sip of water, relaxed. Put the water down and then come back and speak. It's the most natural thing in the world. Your audience, I promise you, will not notice that anything in their mind has gone wrong. This is everybody's big concern. If I stop speaking, will they think I've forgotten something? No, they will not. They will absolutely just be entranced with what you're saying. I mean, if you're halfway through a sentence and you stop speaking and stare blankly at them, unblinking with your mouth half open and a sweat breaking out in your forehead, yeah, they'll probably figure something's wrong. So, there's my third one. Use silence. I just referred, when I was explaining that then, to tone. And tone isn't just, isn't just the tone of voice, but it's about the emotion you bring to the story. You've noticed, I'm sure that I've brought a number of different emotions as I've been working this podcast with you. And one of the interesting things about everything I've just explained so far about the volume you speak, the pace you speak, using silence, and now using tone or emotion, is that all of these things happen naturally when we're with our friends and families. Uh, think about it, right? The last time you were at a barbecue or a party or a pub some sort of social get-together, even Monday morning in the canteen with your work colleagues, you're perhaps relating a tale about what happened at the weekend or this terrible thing that happened on holiday. And if you track what you do and how you say it, right, which is what we're talking about here, you will probably find that you change your tone, you change your pace, you change your volume, and occasionally you pause to underline the punchline. And yet on stage, all of these things suddenly become... Difficult, which is why people like me have to come around and say, hey, why don't we put some of these things in? So tone and emotion is quite a natural thing if you allow it to come through. So if you're excited, for example, at being at a conference, rather than say, hi, my name's Graham David, I'm really excited to be here, why not let that come through in your voice? All right, listen, before we get started, what I want to do is take you through some of the thoughts that I've been having. Do you see what I mean? It's a really easy thing to do. If you want to underline the uh, stupidity of, of, a, of a move that's been made recently within your organisation and you're there to highlight what's gone wrong and what your fix is, it would be the easiest thing in the world just to let that come through in your voice. I'm not talking about sarcastic, I'm not talking about being snarky, but just letting that natural storytelling, storytelling, it's easy for me to say, storytelling element of your voice to come through. At this point, you might say, at this point, 
we then realised we had an issue. Now, despite the fact that we'd repeatedly asked for support from IT, despite the fact that the report had come back and told us that we had this issue, this is what we chose to do. In other words, you're taking your audience with you. You're allowing them a little glimpse into your response to what's going on. This isn't just a, a blind reporting of the facts. This isn't just you reeling out content. This is you taking the audience with you. Let me give you just a um, last couple of things, I guess, that uh, I hope will help you. So we've talked about silence, we've talked about tone, we've talked about volume, and we've talked about pace. I, I guess this is the last thing. I, I referred to this earlier on, actually, um, when talking about silence. You've got to have a glass of water on the stage, right? Whether you're doing a five-minute catch-up with your team that you do every morning, whether you are doing a conference in front of 500 people, whether this is a wedding announcement, whether you're even doing a two-minute get a chance to speak at your local networking group, or uh, this is why you should hire me, not hire me, this is why you should vote for me to be your chair of the Train Spotters Club, right? It, 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 any of these situations, have the water ready with you. Because there's something about speaking, when you start to do this, when you start to take your audience with you, when you bring a little bit more life into what's going on, then you'll find that quite quickly your mouth starts to feel a little bit dry. There are times when you're going to forget what you're saying or you're going to say the wrong words, as I've done a couple of times in this podcast. There's going to be times when you suddenly realise that you've been speaking so fast for so long you can't breathe anymore. Now, in any of these situations, it is the most natural thing in the world and it is massively powerful. It will really help the quality of your voice just to pause Take a glass of water. Now, at that point, by the way, you'll automatically have a silence as well. You'll have that nice three, four, five second pause that I spoke about. So, that's it. Uh, four or five good techniques there to uh, to use your voice. Be great to hear from you. Great to see your likes and subscribes. And uh, I hope that helps. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Be A Better Speaker. If you'd like to help me to keep making these podcasts for you, please consider subscribing right now. Leave a rating or leave a couple of words of encouragement. Be great to hear your reviews. My name's Graham David, expert speaker, and this podcast is sponsored by bluebeetle.co.uk and grahamdavid.co.uk.